What's going on? Big Shirley. Not a problem. Cause I know what I'm getting into. Oh no, oh yeah. no, oh no. Oh, and nothing oh. can stop me. Cause I'm addicted to what you and I realize. Be the way I follow. No need to say. Da 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 Bobbledy, bobbledy, bob. We are back. We are back. We are back. Shout out to the CIA. One love to the FBI, the feminine, beautiful, inspirational ladies. How are we doing? We are back in the house, and the house is, of course, packed. How are we doing, everybody? Lights look good. Screen looks good. Battery's a little low, but we're going to get on with the show. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope you are well. Um, you know something? Likes are free, so get them up. Likes are free, so get them up for a shizzle. Uh-huh. So as we get into this program, hold on just a second. Just a second. I'll be right to bop. Where is that? Ah. Ooh. I like that cool air. There it is. So I hope everybody had a good weekend. I know I had a good time while I was visiting the family in OK Sizzle, I enjoyed it. Got time to got to spend time with uh, my mother and my daughter. It's a great thing, and it's an even better thing where you can actually go home and do something that's pretty cool. Um, it's good when you can be a blessing to other folks. So my mom is enjoying her house right now that's paid off and her car that's paid off so she can enjoy the rest of her life and her leisure time as she chooses to. Well-deserved mother. Thank you very much for everything you've done for me. 
<clears throat> I think any I think any child um, would love to be able to be in a position to be able to do something along the lines of that for their parent if they're capable. Um, and if not, I'm quite sure you'd do it if you had it. So it takes to have the heart to do it before you can actually have the means. Ah, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. God is good. All right, so candle of the evening, Roger Dove, London. Probably one of the sexiest leather fragrances I have ever smelled. Roger Dove, London, and the. Fragrance of the day, just two kick-ass fragrances. One, I'm sorry to even tell you, you can't get it. It's Killian Incense Oud. When it's just time to be a boss, a sexy boss, that's what I rock. Killian Incense Oud. Uh, but then I've also wanted to give you guys something that you can actually get yourself. Killian Black Phantom. Great, great fragrances, especially for the fall. So, now what I'm going to say is likely going to be rather controversial tonight. So what I want everybody to do is buckle up, <laughs> buckle up, buckle up, buckle up, because I have been getting this question asked of me so many different ways by so many different women. And the question ultimately comes down to Kevin, in your opinion, is it over? Is it too late? Is it a wrap for black women? That's the question I get asked often. Is it over for black women? And, um, well, I'm going to ask you guys some questions. But first... Remember, you know I have a shoulder run here, you know? And it must pop, pop, pop! I got a shoulder run here and it must pop, pop, pop! So when we get to the call line tonight, please, please get on the phone, unmute yourself. So tomorrow from 5 to 7, will you please act like you have more than a two-word vocabulary? When you get it on, must be green, okay? When okay. you get on, make sure you're on topic, talking about what we're talking about. Because I got a show and it must pop, pop, pop! All right? All right, all right, all right. Because especially tonight, tonight is going to be one that gets under people's skin. But before I get into that, I want to, I want to ask you guys, how many of you uh, got a chance to, if you have, unless you've been under a rock, you have been seeing a video that has been all over my channel. Um... Modern Manifest, Modern Woman Manifest Madness featuring Bumblebee. <laughs> featuring Bumblebee. And that was a, a, a live stream I did with a woman that was 26 years old. And I told her that I'm trying to help you out. But, you know, despite all my best attempts, she was just insistent on uh, doing what she did. And uh, yeah, well, I, I can't stop it. So that is what it is. But the funny thing is, I've had so many people reach out to me from men and are saying, thank you for doing that interview. 
because that is what so many of us younger men are dealing with out here in this modern dating market. Women who are so worried about getting their bag, so worried about entrepreneurialism and starting this so-called elusive business to where they think relationships are not a priority until, until it's too late, until they're way past Danger Zone. Many of these women don't think a relationship is a priority until they're over 30 years old. Then they turn around and look over the wreckage of their, their 20s and realize that just like they weren't paying their bills on time and out trying to be cute and flutter here and this and that, they've handled men that way. They've also understood that they have been just as reckless with everything. They've drank too much, party too much, excessive weight, excessive sexual partners, excessive tattoos, excessive everything because it's all about getting a bag and getting myself together and getting ready before I get married, which is absolutely outrageous. Dating is dumb and it's a modern invention. And shout out to Obsidian because he was talking about something tonight. He didn't know I was gonna do my broadcast, but I tell you when you don't, when you're on, when you're on trend, you're on trend. He mentioned something that I've been saying for the longest. We are going back to the old rules. The old rules of our animalistic nature to where, like it or not, men, a, a large portion of men have always been kind of locked out of the, out of the reproduction market. A, a date in every pot was more or less a 20th century envision. But ladies, why is this important? Because many of you ladies have become so comfortable so spoiled in this modern dating environment to where the notion of even bringing anything to the table or competing uh, is offensive to you, is offensive to you. So when someone comes along like myself and says, what are you bringing to the table? You act like somebody cussed at you, but I'm gonna show you something. I'm gonna show you better than I can tell you. About a year or so, about three years ago, a very, uh, a, a woman popped up on YouTube and she did a video talking about why she no longer is a matchmaker. And I'm gonna tell you, it set the uh, it set it set the it set it set YouTube on its ear because it was the first time a lot of men had ever had a woman come out and actually speak, a black woman come out and say. I'm not doing this anymore, and I'll tell you why. That video got over a million views. Got over a million views, and, you know, the person that made that video has subsequently backtracked on mostly everything. But this was a matchmaker saying that women had become so unrealistic in their dating choices, so women clients were just too much. But here's the thing. It was just one person. It was just one person at the time. It was just one person at the time, so it was easy to discount her, shuffle her off, because she, even though she was right on the message, it was wrong on the timing. Well, fast forward three or four years, and here we are. Well, we're actually having the conversation. The conversation is being had in earnest, in large part due to this, this platform right here. And more and more women are starting to come to the table and realizing that Danger 
And then on this old... I'm a PhD. I don't need a cookbook. That's the combination. PhD, get my bag. I don't need a cookbook. Buy a dog and die alone. That's the combination. And what you're starting to see is many women who are getting out there and they're coming back and saying, you know what? I've worked with women myself as a, as a, as a coach. And Jesus, I mean, my goodness, if this, I don't want to deal with women anymore either. You're having women who date women saying, now I understand what the problem with um, what men are saying, you know, over and over and over until today. Something popped up on my timeline today, and I'm just going to share it with everybody. Shall we? Shall we? Let's shall. <clears throat> Booty clapping sounds! What was that? <clears throat> what was that? Well, let's start here. Let's start here, shall we? And this was perfect timing. Perfect timing. I couldn't have asked for anything any better. Perfect timing. But I want you guys to see this before I upload it. As a, it's already uploaded as a short. Uh-oh. Perfect timing. Here we go. Now, I'm going to play this. I'm going to mute it, though. What is that? What is that? Well, I can't seem to mute this. Let me do this. Let's mute it this way. And let's replay it, shall we? And it says, after 10 plus years of helping women in the area, I've decided to move on. I've had dozens of, you know what? Forget that. Forget this way. Let's do it this way. No need to do the video. Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way, shall we? Let's do it this way. Boom. After 10 plus years of helping women in the area, I've decided to move on. I've had dozens of success stories of women who are now engaged, married, and a higher caliber of men. My track record speaks for itself. Good for you. But I want to focus in on this next part right here. However, the majority that, the majority of women that come to me have unrealistic expectations the selfishness, the fake everything. They think, just, they think they should be chosen because they have a bajajay and good looks. The entitlement, just mean, not knowing the difference between being a woman and being a wise woman and will fight you to be strong. You know what? I am a strong, independent woman. <laughs> will fight you to be strong, not knowing how to be and do. Thinking that being a feminine woman is weak or a pick-me. I don't need a cookbook. Mm -hmm. By placing the blame 
and not taking responsibility or accountability for the choices of men, they choices they've chosen in a man. Being disagreeable, defensive, argumentative about everything. Being disagreeable about everything. Uh-oh. Luther, are you angry with me? I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. Being disagreeable about everything and always finding something to nitpick. Looking for perfection. Looking for perfection. I'm a PhD. I don't need a cookbook. And if I mention anything, uh, uh, doing, uh, and if you mention anything about doing something kind for a man, it's like, What's he gonna do for me? What's he gonna do for me? We call this whataboutism over here. And the list goes on, and the list goes on. Now, this does not excuse men's behavior, and it doesn't. It does not excuse men's behavior, I agree. A lot of men think that being a high earning makes them high value, man, not. Well, not if they watch this program or platform, because we have never said, Making money alone makes you high value. What, what, where is this from? So I'm going to tip my hat to the author of that post, Miss April Mason, because it takes a lot for a black woman to come out and stop doing an entire line of business and tell the unfettered truth. Trust me. The, what I've experienced over the last year and a half, I know what it means to just sit back and tell the observable truth. But back when the first person who mentioned this did it, you know, back when the first person that mentioned it, she was like uh, probably somebody in the wilderness. But what I want you guys to understand is there's something different. Something different is going on these days. This is the exact reason I stopped matchmaking as well, says a, a, a replier. Real talk, sissy. This is why I take women through an interview process before I agree to mentor them one-on-one. -on -one. I completely understand as a counselor for more than 16 years, I've encountered the same type of women. It's beyond exhausting. They truly can't get past their right. Therefore, they're unable to understand righteousness, humility, and wisdom. Proverbs 31. Oh my God, I've been coaching for years now and get the exact same responses. I've contemplated several times of just throwing it, just uh, moving in another direction as well. So unfortunate. Just think if you're feeling this way about women, how others, especially men, feel with dealing with these women. You're the second female coach who has said this about women. It's kind of sad to know how close-minded women are. Now, I want you to juxtapose that with the 
And this is on Facebook and YouTube on Instagram. It's her first post on Instagram and on Facebook. So it's nothing that's private. Um, and I am glad that somebody in my generation who has credibility speaking to black women is speaking up. It is one thing that I've said that needs to happen for the longest. We need black women to start talking to other black women about the issues they have because you don't listen to us. And it's when, when a man says it, here comes the shame, insults, guilt, that need to be right, your mama black, you gay, everything else. Now I want you guys to, to understand that's what happened. That's what happened, but we're on the heels of this. We're on the heels of this. <clears throat> Let's do this. Shall we? Let's shall. If, if we're going, we're going on. So Kevin, let's just say in a year, right? I grow my business to where maybe it's not multi-millionaire, but I'm literally, I have employees. It's, it's, we're going, we're going on maybe a million dollar business. Then what Kevin? Were we going to refer this conversation? What if I do? It's a lot of people who, little Dirk, I mean, even though he's a rapper, he, he's just about to go get his high school diploma. You can obtain great success and wealth without going to school or have, being working a job. Honestly, name a job. Name one job that I can work with a degree that will bring me more than $5 million a year. Am I going to obtain the money that I want to obtain working with somebody else? <laughs> Where I'm gonna get it in the government, like like where, where I'm gonna get it, like where like I want to build generational wealth, and I'm not gonna do that really working for somebody else. I have to have different streams of income. You know this. You don't just have one job. That's why even when you were 26, you had two. You understand? Like I get it. Like I do need a job to to fund things, but I'm thinking bigger than working for somebody else for the rest of my life. Who wants to do that? You you're not working for somebody else, and I'll be damned if you start working for somebody else again because you're not. So, because you already experienced how it feels to work for yourself, and the money that the money you're making now, you would have never obtained working for corporate or selling computers or phone, whatever the fuck you said you were selling. You would not. The money you make now, doing that shit, and you know it. Doing that shit. I want you to understand. I want you to listen to the passion, the disdain, the anger in this 26-year-old woman's voice, and I'm using her as an avatar. She is not, N-O-T, not uncommon. Not uncommon, people. And I want you to understand that at 26 years old, that's prime marrying and childbearing years. Listen to what she's talking about. That shit you're doing. This is the shit that her father and her grandfather 
and the things that made our community something to be proud of. Listen to the disgust, the actual contempt that so many black women like her have for average. So why are you on here trying to cap? You're a businessman yourself. And because, oh, now I'm, what, what are you, 56? I don't know. So now you're 56 and you're Kevin Samuels. You got 10,000 people on your, in your Instagram. You forget the the, 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 the journey. It, you, don't, you don't wake up Kevin Samuels. I'm not going to wake up the person I am going to be in 10, 15 years. You have to understand that you have to start somewhere. And the fact that I even have this mindset to where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to work for somebody for the rest of my life. I want to have my own business. I want to bring about multiple streams of income. I want to create generational wealth. And you trying to downplay it? You can downplay it. Everybody going to downplay it until the... I want you to ask yourself a question. A serious question. How are young black men, are black men supposed to build with women who think an average job is beneath them, that be little Dirk and rappers are the standard, that having $5 million in a year is doable, so much so that they would rather take their prime relationship years to sell bundles to try to chase this dream, and then we'll find this person talking about entrepreneurialism, this person talking about manifesting this. I want you to listen. Did, did, did that sound anywhere close to being like a feminine, nurturing, loving, caring, motherly attitude? And then I want you to go on Instagram and I want you to go in the description tag of, of so many women that you see God, mother, boss, hustler, entrepreneur, it's all, in, it's God, boss, mother, man, I mean, just so many women today are in this, I got to get this so-called bag. And how do you build with somebody who looks down upon even their own men who put them in this position? Again, this is not to beat up on this young lady, but it is a moment in time where all these things came together. And I am one to not just believe in serendipity. When all this stuff came together, April Mason's announcement, all those women under the announcements co-signing, this woman's, uh, my interaction with her, and then the hundreds of responses I've read from men on this one topic. This is on the heels of Time Magazine saying that 59% of black people are single and 62% of black women are single. We are a community of singles. And how do you build a community with no wives? How do you build a community when the women fear a divorce that they tend to initiate? When, when they speak about marriage and family, it's always in this Fear thing, and and it all made sense today because I'm like, why do why would why do young women so why are women so afraid to get married? Because they're all they're all thinking that they're going to be somebody rich. They're all thinking they're going to be some six figure plus earning person, and then when they get divorced, they're 
average husband's going to take their stuff. And as crazy as that may sound, you got to ask the question, how many women make over six figures? Oh, 40, 50%. In their minds, they look at this world and see little Dirk and everybody else and 12 year old millionaires on TikTok and Instagram. And all you got to do is hustle and manifest and speak it into existence. So when somebody like myself comes along and just starts speaking truth, facts, reality, data, statistics, I'm being negative, speaking death, uh, sleeping on. And, and that's the point. We have gotten to the point to where this manifest madness has contaminated the mindset of a large portion of the women. But my question is to you ladies, what percentage of the women as a woman, what percentage of women would you say you hear this coming from today? Ladies, what percentage of the women would you say you hear this coming from today? Ladies only, not gentlemen, ladies only. What percentage of the women do you hear this coming from today? What percentage of the women do you hear talking about manifest, hustle, entrepreneur? And when I said it, when we see hair, nails, lashes, real estate, when a woman says these things, men think not wife material. Ladies, what percentage? I need a percentage. I'm, the lowest I've seen is 60%. 60%. Well, my thing is this. Understand something. To reach a tipping point, all you need is 10%. And I think it is fair to say that the modern, today we hear far too many black women talking about getting bags, being entrepreneurs, business owners, to where if that's the mindset, to where I need to get my stuff together, I need to go to school, I need to go to school and, and get my- I'm a PhD. I need to go to school and do all this other stuff and get out here and work and travel and live my life and all this other kind of stuff. Well, if we've got more than 10% of our women, primarying age, thinking like that, where is, where is the soil to plant seeds? And, and honestly, the lowest I've seen in here was like 40%. That's four times more than a tipping point. A tipping point means you're beyond critical mass. So ladies, if you have a son and women are saying that they see 60% of women, more than 50% of women talking about this hustle, get the bag, manifest, entrepreneurial hustle up, such and so forth, but the numbers are the same. 74% of black women make less than $50,000 a month, $50,000 a year. Only 9% of black women make more than $75,000 a year. But how many times do you hear women talking about not going from being student to boss? I want you to go down Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, and I want you to look at how many black women have entrepreneur, CEO, boss in their title. And there are a sole proprietorship, not to throw shade, but you're calling yourself the CEO of an organization of you, a boss chick and boss chicks are not wise. 
None of this stuff, none of these mindsets are women who want to be support. They want to be supported. Women who think like this are worrying about relationships are not a priority until they've got everything they think they want. And then by the time they turn around and make relationships a priority for the vast majority of them, life has already made other choices. So it's not a matter of what I'm saying. Ladies, if your sons, your brothers, your cousins are going to the market to look to find wives, where are they to pick them from? If you have an entire culture of boss chicks. Many people want to keep the, you want your black cousin, your son, your father to marry a black woman, but where are they going to get the wives from? And I haven't made any distinctions for uh, height, weight, dress size, look, children. I'm just talking about the basics. I cannot tell you how many times I talk to women here in Atlanta who stop me and say, oh, I got a question. And we, why can't I find a husband? And then why can't I keep a relationship? And you get into it and they're 100% into their career. Everything's in their career and what's not in their career, it's in their dog. And what's not in their dog, it's in their mother or their friends. So when I talk about stuff like this, it's who hurt you, your mama black, you gay. And I'm like, well, do you ladies not see what the men are talking about? And I think what's going on now is a perfect time for the rank and file the woman to understand that the issue that we have in this country right now, in the black community in particular, is we have women who don't want to be wives. Well, I got news for you, ladies. I got news for you, and I put this on Instagram. I got news for you, and I'm going to put this on Instagram, and I'm going to show it to you right now. Because no matter what you think about what I'm saying, and, for, and I said this the other day. Well, I got news for you, ladies. <clears throat> I got news. I... I I said this on Instagram the other day. Uh -uh. The, the, the men who support this line of thinking are problematic as well. So I want you to understand something. I'll put this on Instagram. Uh -uh. That's the photo. I'm not a worker, I'm a boss is a tagline of so many women who believe they can simply manifest money. Then why can't you manifest a husband? Relationships, are, aren't, relationships aren't a priority when they should be. And unless you're going to be in the top 10% of earners, they need to be a priority. Again, let me say that again. They need to be a priority. But then again, I heard men in there Talking about you shouldn't be saying that and we should be supporting ourselves. Women, if you got men in here gassing you up, and, they, and, and I said this on Instagram, it tends to be folks that have God in their title. God bless this and that. I'm like, God ain't, got, God ain't in none of this what you're talking about. 
I mean, God does not tell women to go out and be entrepreneurs and business owners and be separate from their men. So I said, you're going to have to pick. You cannot support this rampant, rampant individualism and then call yourself a spiritual person. You got to pick, in my opinion. So when it comes right down to it, it comes right down to it. Here is what it is, ladies. Let's get it on the screen. You see the photo. And ladies, unless you are going, unless you know, unless you know, unless you know, unless you know you're going to be in the top 10% of all female earners, saying a relationship isn't a priority, it's financial death sentence in solitary confinement. And that is what we need to start telling more women. Unless you know you're going to be in the top 10% of all female earners, saying a relationship isn't a priority is not in your vocabulary. It is a death sentence. It is a financial death sentence that you will serve in solitary confinement. You cannot be a 90% woman and say relationships are not a priority. The math won't support that. And it is time we start telling women the truth. Relationships need to be your number one priority. Unless you're planning on making enough money to support yourself comfortably from here to eternity. With no husband, no children, no safety net. We have told women that you can go out and be florists and pet owners and this and that, and da, 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 and communications and marketing and, 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 and nailed, whatever. But you're not 10%, top 10% female earners. And women have shown that they really believe that it won't be them. I have not talked to one woman on this program that we sat down and talked about the numbers. And I said, all right, forget it. Are you going to have your $2.4 million to retire on? Uh, no. All right. Do you honestly think you're going to be one of the women left a, a, a homeless on the street if you don't have a husband? No. Like it or not. Just go back in the show archive. So you got to ask yourself a question. If young black women are being told to go out and hustle and get the bag and worry about themselves to the point to where they actually fear relationships and marriage, there is nothing positive about a relationship that outweighs the amount of fear they have been given. Now they want to be loved and have this legacy and generational wealth. Well, that's like the tagline on the movie, but the actual script says fear, scarcity, and lack, men bad, hurt, take, hurt, take, cheat, break. And then when you ask them where you got this from, here comes this color purple bull crap. So if women in their young years are not longing to be in a committed, monogamous, healthy, functioning relationship with a man for their lifetime, if it's not a priority, getting the bag is, and the bag inevitably means going through somebody's college because most people don't have a mommy and daddy like that young lady who will, who will cover her foolishness and allow you to live at home and be 26 plus years old trying to figure it out. Most people got to go to work. So most women, the bag is going from high school to college debt 
to communications, marketing, humanity, something. So what are, the, what are the degree paths? Communications, marketing, nursing, um, hair and nails, uh, acting, massage. Um, very few go into, you know, very few go into professions like um, accounting, law, medicine, things that have a high income. Highly, compensa highly compensatable things. Most go into humanities. Women, when given a choice, do not tend to choose science, engineering, technology, math. They tend to choose second-tier jobs that only pay you your income is capped. That is why so, it means there's a ceiling on your income. It's, minimum, it's middle class. And you cannot be a middle class worker and, and save and, and live a life of luxury. You got to live on a, on a shoestring budget for your life and hope to have enough money. To, to, and it's still not enough. It's not enough. But women today would rather risk all of that. Think about the amount of risk involved in this entrepreneur. Get the bag, uh, hustle, multiple streams of income, chase your dream and fantasy. They would rather do that then rely on a man and men you need to sit there and think about this for a second think about the mindset to where we are on this side of the equation and that looks like a better option all of us are over here high value to low value we're all over here but the male image is so negative to where you even ask these women what you bring to the table for one of these faceless just a man in general you don't even have to give his demographic what do you bring to the table to the kind of man you want and the first thing out of their mouth is i am the table or something about what am i going to get meaning there is nothing over here that's more valuable than me. That's what it really means. Meaning, if I'm going to the table means they lost. And going to the table, you should be happy that they're just showing up. Willing to allow you to have them sit at your table. That's what April Mason and all those women were saying in those posts. So I need you to understand that that's the mindset. So you go to these women and tell them that they got to compete for a man? That they don't think they should have to bring anything to the table? That they think he should be happy that they just showed up? So when you ask, is it over? And it is over for women who think like this. I am sorry. If this is you, if this is your homegirl, if you know women like this, it's over for them. Because the numbers, ladies, college is 60% female right now. According to the Time, Time, uh, Time Magazine article, 30% uh, of 30% uh, of adult men live with a parent. And you know why you're starting to see a lot of men living with parents? Because they've just given up on dating. 
I know men who are, and when they mean, they mean they're living home, I, I want to be clear. I know men living at home, taking care of their mother in a son-husband kind of relationship. Yep, we're talking about men who are middle class or higher earners. But they would rather take care of their aging mother in her final years than take the resources to risk them on women who think men deserve nothing. There is no color on that 30% number, by the way. Men have effectively said, if I am not in the high value 20% of men that all women want, I'd rather have nothing. And ladies, you have to deal with that's the way you've made the market. That's how you treated the market. You told the market that if you're not a high value man, and in the, in the black community, think I'm going to say something that I heard O'Shea say that we don't even celebrate our business class, our, our business people. In, in the black community, you, don't, you have to be more than just high value. You have to be uh, sports, athletics, entertainment, some sort of celebrity. You don't get any shine in the black community for being a, uh, uh, an accountant, an engineer. The few careers you may get some love for are doctor and attorneys because they're like minor celebrities. So the men in other groups, women are happy to get the blue collar tradesmen, the accountants, the electrician, the engineers, the guys who are making the top 20% of income in the black community, those guys are laughed at. Tell somebody you're dating a dentist, they'll be like, oh girl, what? A lame? Oh. It has to be something sexy. I am not happy to be saying these things. But I do have a platform. And I think it is my responsibility to tell the people who have an ear to listen that you know this is far too many women that you know. If, if it's more than 10%, that's too many. I don't care what you think it should be. Where are the wives coming from? So the, the question becomes, if you're one of these women, it's too late. It's too late because these men who are, who are ready, because a man has to go out and make himself valuable, then goes back and look for a wife. And when he turns back and there's no wives to pick from, the women who are already ready, they're getting snapped up. But now they're not enough. This is why you're starting to see the amount of uh, interracial dating with men marrying men who are going up because there are no wives. What do you want the men to do, ladies? Because you don't want to be their wife. You don't want to be their support system. You want to go get your bag and be in your life and have your vibe. And that's what has been glamorized from living single to girlfriends to, to popular culture to the point to where it has contaminated our, our entire culture of women to where even me wanting to say something positive, it's... I can't really say anything positive um, for the masses. So let this be a warning call. 
an alarm call to wake up. No group of women who want to put business in bag before family, men and family, win. That is a formula for being alone. No other group of women, what other race of women is out there worried about going to get their bag, starting their own business, living their own life, being their own thing, and then when they're ready to, name that group of women that's doing that in mass. The black marital rate is around 30%. 62% of black women are single. That number is going to increase. As the baby boomer generation, my mother's generation, when they when they leave, when when they leave, it's going to be the top generation is Generation X. You're going to start seeing less and less. So what's the solution? The solution is to stop acting like we don't have a problem. The solution is to stop acting like every time somebody brings this subject up that they're bashing women, that they're toxic, that, they're, that they hate women, that they're uh, misogynist, that they undercover gay, whatever the, the solution is to face this problem like a national, as, as a crisis, as it is. I don't think we are far off from this country starting to look and address the lack of relationships as a direct problem to the security of this country. I don't think we're very far off from that. That Time Magazine article, stuff like this becoming more and more in the mainstream. Other, cult other races, the people are starting to say, we cannot have a strong anything without nuclear families. We can't do anything when 60 plus percent of college students are female. We can't do anything if men in the country are not incented to do anything other than provide for themselves because dating has become such a toxic, sucky experience. You have women thinking that they should do nothing. To where now it's swipe left, swipe right. That's why I think something Obsidian was saying today. We have been spoiled. People have forgotten that um, you need to turn on National Geographic and understand that mating is competitive and not all get a mate. And that women in the animal kingdom actively compete for the top men. Women actively compete for the men they want to reproduce with. Is it over? Well, I would say that when you start having women not wanting to work with women, what do you do? I'll tell you what you do. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. I, I think, Mr. Chappelle, I think you've been watching me. Shout out to Jen London. Jen, I think Dave has been watching me. Dave Chappelle said something about he's a feminist. And I've said it for the longest. I'm a feminist. I've been saying it for years. I'm a feminist because feminists believe in choice. 
And Dave Chappelle made a, 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 a statement in his uh, latest comedy sketch. He said he thinks the feminist, feminism, they need a male leader. Well, I am here to say that I accept Dave Chappelle's tepid endorsement of Kevin Samuels becoming the leader of the feminist party. I will be your leader. I will be your leader. I am now the leader of the feminist party. I am now the leader of the feminist party. You know I have a shoulder right here, you know? And it must pop, pop, pop! I am now the leader of the feminist party. And we've got a show to run, ladies, and it must pop, pop, pop. We must get the women who want to be in relationships on the same program. So tomorrow from 5 to 7, will you please act like you have more than a two-word vocabulary? It must be green, okay? 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 Ladies, we must get the women who want to be with a man, who want to have a family. We must get this message out. So yes, I will be the leader of the Feminist Party Online. Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. Only for the women who want to have a different outcome because the women who were the matchmakers and everything else, they're quitting. They're done with y'all. They say we can't handle it no more. But me, Monday through Friday, day in, day out, who's here for you? Who loves you, baby? Who's here for you? Who's here for you? Kobe? Kobe, my man? Yeah, who's here for you? Who's here for you? Who loves you, baby? Who's here for you? Who's here for you? Who's here for you? You know there are some women like... No, 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 no. Yes. 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 It's me. You didn't know... When you were saying, Lord, bring me a savior, bring me a sign, bring me some hope to find Mr. Right, you did not know it was going to be me. <laughs> Shirley, I'm here for you, girl. Shirley, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. To the ladies with the I'm a PhDs, PhD. first thing you do, you must need to. I don't need a cookbook. You do need a cookbook. You can have a PhD, but you need a cookbook. I got news for you. For the women who do want a man, for the women who don't want it to be over with, <coughs> those two things got to go. You need to call the ASPCA somebody and come get somebody. Take them dogs on a long walk and let them be adopted by a family. They got to go. We got a program for you, ladies. We're going to have personal trainers. We're going to have therapists. We're going to have, just like when you, like Salvation Army and all that stuff, when you get, you know, decluttering your home, we're going to declutter your life. We're going to get rid of some of your old clothes. We're going to get rid of your pets, your pet toys. We're going to clean out your social media. We're going to give you a whole, de <laughs> a whole detox and get you ready for the new feminism. <laughs> I'm going to hell. <laughs> I'm going to hell. Oh, my God. Or you could continue to do it your way and see how it works, but it's not working. It's not working. Ladies, I will be your new feminist leader. I will be your new feminist leader. All you must do is what you must do. You got to stop arguing. Got to understand fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive. You got to understand the three S's, sex, sandwich, and silence. Yes, silence. 
You must master the Zen art of shutting the French toast up. A lot can be accomplished by closing your mouth and opening your ears. But I don't want to overload you too much because this was a little heavy. Is it over? Only for the women who choose to keep moving the same way because the men are out. The men, the men are like, eh, I'd rather have a V8. And the men who are still, many men are out there. But then the men who are there, they're not playing this game anymore. So you got women that they talk about, why aren't guys approaching anymore? Why, why? Ladies, you got beautiful women talking about, why, why? Where are all the guys at? I hear it every day. So we have to approach this soberly and judiciously, like there's a real problem. Can't act like it's not a big deal. When you see groups, when you, you see four women out at a table, what you see is four women without husbands. And you got to start saying, where are your husbands? Where are your husbands? Why are y'all out, out on Saturday night with each other? Oh, we got work to do. So to the personal trainers, you should start getting a lot of clients booked in. To the therapists, psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, coaches, got a lot of people an influx of folks because ladies it is all hands on deck you do not have a lot of time what are you going to do uh unless you're going to be in the top 10 percent of female earners that's the question you need to ask yourself to, to know if i fit into this category ask yourself do i know i'm going to be in the top 10 percent of all female earners if yes Proceed that direction. If no, stop, go back this direction. If you're not going to be in the top 10% of all female earners, relationship must be a priority today. Today. <laughs> Modern day hunger games. So let's open up the call line. Let's see how many women are throwing daggers at the screen right about now. I know they're probably cussing me out. I know they're probably cussing me out, but I don't care. That's all right. You can cuss me out all you want to. But you'll be inviting me to your wedding. Be like, I couldn't stand him until I got married. Next thing you know, I guess he all right. I guess, girl, I guess. I couldn't stand him until he invited me to his wedding. Yeah, you'll be all right. Uh, and if not... If you don't like my way, I'm also going to leave it open to the ladies. If my way is going to work, call me up and tell me a better one. But you can't find a man. I got a PhD, but no cookbook. I can't stand him. Is it over? Is it over?
Ladies only. Ladies only. Here's how this works. You must get on the camera for me to see you. I must be able to see you. I am dead serious. It is time for ladies to, it is a come to Jesus moment. All right. Um, who is this? You got to hold the camera steady. Oh, wow. Hello? Unmute yourself. Hello? 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 Can you hear Hello? Me? I can. Oh, hi. Uh, pay attention to the screen. How old are you? I'm 26. All right, what do you got for me? Oh, nothing. Uh, I just wanted. No, no, we to... gotta be. We gotta be on topic. What are we talking about? It's over for modern women. Is it over for black women? Are you a black woman? No, no, I'm not. Okay, what do you got on the topic? Uh, nothing. All right then. We don't just call in just to be doing nothing, please. Um, Tina, and then don't just call. Okay, I'm, I'm asking you guys to be nice. I'm gonna be trying. Uh, uh, hello. 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 All right. You're not ready either. Hmm. All right. So the question you gotta you gotta bring yourself into the comment section. Uh uh uh. See. Here we go. While we're waiting for folks to get in here, unmute yourself. Uh -uh. Uh, uh, see? Hey, hello? Go. Tina. Hi. T hello? Sorry. Um, Mute yourself. 
All right. Are you talking to me? I'm not sure. Yeah, the problem is you have YouTube playing in the background. What, what do you got for me? Okay, so you've got YouTube playing in the background. You're going to have looping, and I'm going to just mute you. Unmute yourself, Sifia. Uh, Sifa. Sifa, how are you? And then good. Next, how are you? Next, Aaliyah, you're up next. How, um, good. How old are you? I'm 37. All right. What do you got for me on the topic? So this is my first time just um, logging. So um, what what was the topic oh, today? No, just... no, 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 no. Don't be doing it. Look, ladies. Okay, I'm going to be nice. Why do y'all just jump on here? I have a topic. Have you ever watched my show? Yes, I watch your show all the time. Okay, then you should know that one of the things I don't like people doing is just jumping on just because they want to talk to me, right? You know I have a show to run you, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it must pop, pop, pop! Are you, so I got a topic tonight, and you're telling me you don't even know what the title is. Hello? Because <clears throat> I, yeah, I'm serious. It's like, all right, I'm just gonna jump on here because I want to. Hi, hi. I mean, just, <laughs> and I'm gonna use this as as a teaching lesson. Okay, ladies, one of the issues that men have today with so many of you is you don't listen well. You don't listen and you don't follow instructions. You do what the hell you want to do. Many modern women are just out of control. Uh, Annie, the light's behind you. I can't see you. So you got to turn, turn the light around. So, for guys... Let me read it. Let me go through the super chats real quick, too. Let's see. Johnson says, I subscribe to Kevin's form of feminism. It's time for us to conquer feminism. I declare myself a feminist. Yes. Gentlemen, we should start. Today, I want men to start signing up for feminism. Start men, the men over here, the Henrys. The, I'm going to announce the Henrys on this side. In order to be a Henry, you must be a feminist. So, as the leader of the Henry movement, I, Kevin Samuels, do solemnly declare that I'm of sound mind and body, and I declare myself as a red-blooded, 100% feminist. I believe that women should have choice unfettered choice. Hello? Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am well. How old are you? 39. 39. All right. So is it over for black women? I hope not. <laughs> you hope not. Okay. Uh, whoa! Boom! <laughs> What do we have? If it's not over, then what? I agree with you that the women who are out here trying to secure the bag and 
are um, putting relationships on the back burner, they do have a problem. Um, I am not that person. Um, I am divorced. Okay, go ahead. Um, I am an attorney. I own my own business. (laughs) Okay. I do actually have employees, so I'm not just the CEO of one. All right, but, but why are you divorced? I'm always curious as to why successful women are divorced. I was married to a beta male. Okay, but you married him. I well, did. So why why does that? I gotta I gotta ask. You married him. You took the vows. So when you I did. The, when you took the when you signed the divorce, you said, I'm gonna sign this dissolution of marriage, and the cause is beta male. No. All right, what was the cause? He filed for divorce. Okay. Why? He said I was too controlling. Okay. Are you? I don't think so. So your beta male husband who uh, who you provided for left the money. Yes. People do that. He did. Ma'am. Come on, come on, counselor. Come on, your husband said you were controlling and you said you don't think so, then why would he leave? If I'm being honest, Kevin, the man that I married, Uh I'm going to be honest, I'm gonna be transparent. The man that I married is not the same man that I divorced. Okay, what does that mean? When we were when we got married, he was a lot larger. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point during the marriage, um, he decided to go on the journey. It had and... nothing, no fire, no energy, no nothing. <laughs> it so didn't, lost, Kevin. <laughs> he lost weight. He lost a lot of weight and started getting a lot of um, extra attention that he wasn't used to. Uh huh. And what'd you do about it? I didn't do anything. He so he tomorrow, succumbed. from five he to seven, you please act like you have more than a two-word vocabulary. <laughs> it must be green, okay? Okay. Look, you were married to the guy. Any I was. Children? We have two. So, why would a man who's a beta male lose weight and divorce the bag if there wasn't a problem? I see you rolling stuff. I believe when he lost the weight, he was trying to go from male alpha. Huh? And it just didn't work. It did what? He tried to go from beta to alpha and it just didn't work. What was the first thing? What was one what was one of the first things I said is going to be an absolute requirement if we're gonna fix this situation? What's one gonna be an absolute requirement if we're gonna fix this situation? I don't know what's going on with her connection. I, one of the absolute requirements is going to be that women are honest. I'm being honest, Evan. Okay. So 
your your connection is kind of jacked up, so I'm gonna ch- pull you down, and we're just gonna talk. You don't. You say you don't think you were controlling. I don't right, believe I was controlling. Okay, I need you, Kim. I'm gonna need you to pop over to the Zoom line because your your connection's bad. Uh, I think there's more to that story. Uh, Rolling Stone. Uh, unmute yourself. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm surprised I actually came. I clicked on one of your links in your video. Uh, I really you, like. How old work. are you? I'm 33. I just had a birthday. You, you surprised you came or you surprised you got on? Yes. Which Both. one? Both. What What do you have on the, on the topic tonight? Well, I really like to listen to what you have to say. I've been, I've been watching your videos for the past couple of days. It's very expounding because like you say, a, a lot of young women these days don't have a lot of, a lot of guidance and structure, which is very important, especially. What am I talking about tonight? Well, I'm not sure, Kevin. I don't want to be right. disrespectful. So, okay. Okay. I'm just happy to be here. All right. So I got to, we got to stop that. We gotta stop that. We gotta stop that. So um, if you don't know what we're talking about, y'all just pop over just to do 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 do. Is that better? That's a little bit better. All right. So um, why do you think it's over then? You said he said that you said that, uh, he said you were controlling, but you said you don't think so. No, I did what I, I did what needed to be done to put our family in the position that it was in to do to be for our children to be successful for us to be a partnership. Um, he was a very impressionable man. So wh- whoever he was with and whatever they was they were doing, that's what he was doing. So if he was with people who were drinking a lot, he drank a lot. When he started to get around people who went to the gym a lot, he went to the gym a lot. He, he ended up. Is he remarried? No. Okay. Go ahead. Um. So he ended up with friends who were married, um, because before he didn't really have any friends. It was just us. So then, once he ended up with friends that were married, those friends had wives that worked nine to fives. Their okay. friends worked nine to fives. Uh, the friends probably made more money than their wives. Their wives came home every day, uh-huh. picked up the kids, uh-huh. cooked every day. Uh-huh. That yeah, wasn't but, our lifestyle. His but, but, lifestyle. No, no, ma'am, but, but no, ma'am, you wanted a wife. I didn't want a wife. Yeah, you did. Everything you're describing is a wife because you're, cause you're a husband. But I did cook, Kevin, and I did no, pick no, up the no, kids. No, see, 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 <laughs> have you been watching this show since the beginning? I have not, but I have been watching it for the last couple of months. Have you watched this show today from the start? Uh, no, I had to get my kids in bed, so I got a little. I got on a little late. Well, you're sitting there arguing with me. You're the divorced woman, and I'm telling you, you're a damn husband. You can argue and be right, but you're going to be wrong. Everything you're talking about is a husband. I did this for our family. I did this for our family. He was impressionable. You married a beta male. No, you married a woman and you're a man. 
I'm not a man, Kevin. I'm all women. Well, see, therein lies the problem. Because if that's the case, you wouldn't have married a beta male. I should not have married him. I can agree with you there. Did you have an option to marry an alpha male? At that time, no. I married him because I was stop, pregnant stop, with my son. Stop, 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 stop. Focus on that. You didn't have an opportunity to marry an alpha male. Why? In my lifetime, I've had an opportunity. I didn't, I just... I, I, so, guys, what tends to happen is a lot of women say they want to do things differently, want help about, but it's hard for women to admit fault. They really don't want to admit fault. So they will change the narrative, change whatever. Ma'am, anybody who's listening, any man or right-minded woman who's listening heard a man in you talking about your husband as a wife would be spoken about. A woman who's a, a all-woman would have an alpha male or a provider male interested, but you didn't have those interested. You got to, I mean, do you not see that logic? I, I hear you. Okay. What's hard to hear about that? The circumstances in that time, in that time in my life, I needed a beta. And then when I was so ready to, so so why'd you need a, no, why'd you need a beta? I was just going, I was going through a lot. I had just come out of a relationship with an alpha and it just ended, it didn't end well. Why did you and need so, a beta? The way, just the way he looked after me and cared for me at that time. So again, you went and sought a weaker man. No, I didn't look for him. You said I needed a beta. I did eventually. No, man, no, eventually you chose him. You chose him, you chose to reproduce with him. Because see, when you came on, you're saying that he's all these things, but you chose a man who's a beta male by your definition. And you said at that point in time, I needed him because you had an alpha before that. Hmm. The bottom line is, it's funny to me that, have you ever sat down and had any counsel? I'm sorry? Have you had any therapy? Yes. Okay. If your husband says you were controlling, you were controlling. See, okay. we, don't get to, we don't get to tell people how they experience us. That's okay. one of the hard things about relationships. If somebody says something, you got to at least listen to it. And if you're an attorney and have employees, you're used to being in charge. I am. Yeah, but can you ever have somebody tell you to shut up and sit down? That's what I want when I get home. Uh, but, I get tired of being in charge all day. Uh-huh, but would you know how, but can you get it? I think so. How do you think, what do you think the number one thing is that would be able to draw that kind of thing to you? I don't know how to draw that thing to me. And that's my question. Femininity. The opposite of what you do. 
Your your entire life is structured through masculinity. So if you're structured for masculinity, not surprising you draw feminine men to you. Okay, so book of, okay, uh, ma'am, this is a, this is a greater this is a bigger topic though. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So what do you what do you suggest? In my history, I was raised by my mother. Mm -hmm. My father was not present. So okay. Um. So what she I, raised. What I suggest for what? Um, for me, I believe I still believe in love. I believe that I would like to be married. I want to be married again. I I just want to be married to the right man. What does that mean? Someone who actually understands me, and that we can be, you know, that we can live this life together, and I can support him, and he can support me. Support you doing what? Raising children in life, just as a partner. Okay. So you want to be married? You don't want any more children? I want. Do you want to have any more, more children? Child you want, you I would want, like a child with my husband. Uh, uh, <clears throat> so you're looking for a stepfather? Well, he would have to be a stepfather. Yes, I have two children. Right, right. right. Fine, but looking for a stepfather, you want to be married, um, and you, what kind of law do you practice? Immigration. Hmm. What state do you live in? Texas. So does your, uh, what kind of income would you like your husband to make? A minimum of 80000 Minimum. Yes. And you're making how much? I make six figures. And that could be a hundred thousand to almost to less than a million. It's relevant. I make over two hundred thousand dollars. So you want to be the majority breadwinner? I don't mind. I don't necessarily want to, but I don't mind. So I ask you, what what kind of income do you want your husband to make? You said at least eighty. You want eighty thousand minimum. So I turn around and ask you, do you want to be the majority breadwinner? See, you got to be honest. So Kevin, I am being honest. I've heard you on the show do before. You be and the bread, do you want to be the breadwinner, or do you want a man who earns more than you? Ideally, I don't want to be the breadwinner, but I'm not going to skip over average men. But but again, you end up in a similar position. Because earning but our issue wasn't money. Okay, over two hundred thousand. Oh man, you have spent forty years on this planet being masculine and in charge. Okay. <laughs> So I can talk to you like a grown damn woman. You're an attorney. I can just be straight with you. Please. Look, yeah. Look, a man making $80,000, you're not going to respect. Because every time you have to sit down and you go to a $300 dinner with the, with the family, uh, if he's making 80 and you're making over 200, let's just got make it, let's say you're making 300 together. He's making 80, you're making 220. Uh, that means two thirds of everything you pay for. 
two thirds or more. So mortgage is two thirds. What kind of car do you drive? I have two cars. I have a um, an S class Mercedes and a Yukon Denali. Those are cute. Uh, what do you expect him to drive? You expect him to drive at least a Mercedes? I expect him to drive whatever on eighty thousand dollars. I expect him to drive whatever he wants to drive. So are you going? Are you going to? I'm going to ask a practical question. You got two cars. You got an S class and a you got a Denali and an S class. So your eighty thousand dollar husband could come in and upgrade from his eighty thousand dollar car, which is a nice car. He could go in and get an S class. If that's what he wants to drive. Okay. Well, the reason I'm asking these questions, I want I, you ladies need to honestly think what you're asking for. Um, eighty thousand dollars is twice as much as almost twice as much as the average black man makes. That's still in the top fifteen percent of men. But a man making eighty thousand dollars is not living at your lifestyle level. Okay. Okay. He's not. So. For relationships to work well, the man needs to be in the financial provider position. So could you scale your life back to an $80,000 lifestyle? Could you scale your life and your, and your children's life down to a life that he can provide? Uh-oh. By himself? Yeah, just him. Now, you're still making what you make, but you scale down to what he can provide. Nope. No. Nope. Then, then no. all this other stuff is folly. Because you would, so he would be your wife. He would be coming into the house that you can afford as an attorney, not that he can afford as an $80,000 guy. Everything that you would do in his lifestyle would be at your level, which is almost three times more than he would be making at his minimum, at the minimum. And eventually that would break. You women who make the kind of money you make don't live the kind of life an eighty thousand dollar year guy does. Do you get so? What do? So, and the other issue is, if you want a man making more, he's going to want a woman that's automatically set up differently. She's more feminine. So you're in a you're in a you're in a tough position. I'm not getting a dog, Kevin. What does that mean? I'm not, I, I just, I'm not, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to die alone. I don't want to get a dog and die alone. That's what that means. What and I want? don't want to. So what are you going to do? Just I take don't... a man hostage? No. So what you will get is what the market will give you. See, here's the thing. Just what you just said, you're not going to buy a dog. So that means you're going to get a man. That's what I heard. I'm not That's meant what... to be alone. Oh, but that's what I think I heard you. I think that's what I think that's what I heard. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, that I'm gonna that I will be married. I will have a man. Yes. Okay. So if a man who says something like that, they will call. If a man were to be that kind of, they, a man couldn't say that. I'm gonna get me a woman. No, women have choices. <laughs> and see what I just said? You just talk like I'm gonna get that. That's not a feminine mindset, man. It's not, it's not a feminine mindset. It's a masculine mindset. But the alternative is to be alone. And I don't want that. No, the alternative, the alternative is to uh, tap into your feminine and live there. See, I think it's funny that you find the only things are to either get a bigger penis 
or die alone. I think it's funny that, but that's how your mind is set up, masculine. It's either I get what I want or, or nothing. It's masculine. And see, my thing, I think this is a good call because if you want a man, if you, I guess I'm confused because either you get a man, either you have a man or you don't, right? Well, well the problem, well, yeah, but it's the kind of man. The kind of man that you had before, he divorced you, but you didn't think too highly of him. Hello? I'm here. The man that you had before, he divorced you. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. That's why I told you to get in on the Zoom call, man. Mm-mm. All right, here we go. I see what just happened. So we got to let that pop back in. know why that just happened that way. Welcome to the system crash. We are here. That's what happened. Bandwidth hog. There we go. Back in. Hi, Kevin. Hey. So why do you think he was running around? Honestly, I believe that in his younger years, he didn't he didn't do it. So I felt like he was getting all this new attention and he so came to the new attention. He had the new influence with the new friends. It's what he did, what he wanted to do. So if I sat him down, what do you think he would tell me? He would tell you that I was controlling. Right. Do you make any room for the fact that maybe, just maybe, and you didn't intend to do this, but because you were the breadwinner and because you know, just like I ran down, you probably didn't have as much respect for him as you would want to have for a man. He was overweight and he was easily manipulated. So it was fine when he was there for you to manipulate. 
But do you think just maybe, just maybe, that emasculates a man? And maybe, just maybe, he got tired of being emasculated. So when he started losing weight, and he started getting women approaching him and uh, speaking to him in a more, in a way that's more um, appealing, What about that? I think you could have a point there. I went out, but I did not um, let the income. It was never an issue. We had joint but accounts. But but what I'm saying is, I'm not I'm not saying you were doing anything wrong. I'm saying that did, did, did he feel like that you were? See, you were in the, you sound like you were in the husband role and the wife role. Why was he there? I mean, the way you're the way you're talking about this, the way you're, the way you're referring to this guy is, he really had no purpose. He had a purpose. <laughs> what was it? You were the breadwinner. You were the one in control. You ran the firm. You paid the bills. What did he do for a living? Me, him? Huh? He's um regional loss prevention manager for a chain of stores. Okay. In Texas. Cool. But were you making substantially more than him? Yes. All right. So if he said you're controlling, that tends to jab at a man's manhood. My, my ultimate point is, regardless, it's over between him. What are the lessons that can be learned? Can you, are you, how are you, how are you going to be with another man? And if you don't know how you were with the last one you were with and the issues that that man had with you, are they still there with those issues specific to that man? I mean, what? Well, first and foremost, Kevin, I want to be with the type of man that I should be with, which is an alpha. Why should you be with an alpha? Like, why is it okay? What am I going to do with another beta? But okay, you sh there's no should be. There's no should be. There's no should be. I got news for all women. What if you don't qualify for the kind of man you want? And what if there's nothing you can do to make you make make him want to pick you? What if it's not something you can control? What if time has passed? Well, then there's nothing I can do. That's a, that's a possibility, ma'am. Why is that a possibility? Because you're about to be 40 years old with two kids. And one of the things that we've done in the West is we have told women that you have unlimited lives. And as long as you're alive, there's a chance. But you're the first group of women who think this way. Women used to get with a man and stay with that man instead of getting back out here and doing what Kevin Hart's wife did. Divorce Kevin because Kevin was cheating, okay? 
but then thinking she's going to go find another man on that level. The alpha you had, whatever you're referring to, why weren't y'all together? Why didn't you stay with that the alpha you had? I didn't like the way he cheated me. And that's my point. You didn't like the way the alpha treated you, but he was an alpha. So you went and got a beta and you treated him a way that he didn't like to be treated. And he left you. So you can't keep a beta. You don't like the alphas. Maybe you're just by yourself. Maybe, just maybe, man. The problem's you. Maybe it was a one-off situation with the alpha. Maybe, maybe you blew it. Maybe you're out of chances. I mean, I think it's a fair question. At what point do women run out of chances? Or do you think that women just have unlimited opportunities? No, I don't believe we have unlimited opportunities. All right, you've had an alpha, but you said you didn't like the way he treated you. Okay, but he was an alpha. But it's not just any alpha, Kevin. Like, Thank, this is what I want you guys to understand. Too. What I want you guys to understand is, remember when I first read, I'm going to read you something because you didn't hear the first part. I'm going to read you something because you didn't read the first part. Uh-uh, go ahead. I'm listening. I, but you didn't hear the first part. I'm going to read you something. Go ahead, ma'am. I'm listening. I'm waiting for you. However, <clears throat> uh, uh, however, the majority of me come to me with unrealistic expectations. The selfishness, fake everything, think that they should be chosen just because they have vagina and good looks, blah, 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 blah. Being disagreeable, defensive, argumentative, always looking to nitpick, uh, find something, looking for absolute perfection. This is, this is what I read leading into a, a, a matchmaker in the area that says she's done working with women. I think many of you ladies today want absolute, I'm, I almost want a man to be perfect. I, I made a broadcast several months ago called Women, women Date Monsters. And I, and I made the point that women want a Frankenstein's monster. You want this person's swag, this person's sex, this person's appeal, this person's income. You try to make all this stuff in one man, and you're not all that to one man. You get one person, an imperfect person, just like you, and you make it work. You either take the alpha, because those are here. You're like here are the choices you've had so far. The alpha that you didn't like the way he treated you, right? That was one. And then the yes. beta that was overweight, uh, or what? And then and then the beta. If those are your only two choices, which one would you have? Which one would you have rather stayed with, or would you rather have had nothing? I would have. I guess I would have rather stayed with the. I guess I would have went with B because we have kids together. Okay. Uh huh. But he didn't like the way you treated him. See how that works? Yes. However, if I must say, mm -hmm. out of nine, I would say just before going into the eighth year of marriage it just it it was okay it went downhill between over i would say a 
five or six month period. Okay. Really, and, and for me, I'm sorry, we did go to counseling. And what, and, and what did the counselor suggest? Well, he left. Who? He left after the, you went, you guys were in counseling and he left counseling? Yes, and like right in the middle. Did you, did you leave with another woman? No, he just got up and walked out of the session and didn't come back. Man, that's pretty extreme. Yeah. All right. Okay. I agree. People who are generally happy and have something, I mean, he said you were, you need to, <laughs> man, that's pretty extreme. The way you described this man as a beta, a beta, that's what you said. He lost weight. He was out here doing what he was doing. When he lost weight, getting attention from other women. Uh, all right. Maybe you just made him unhappy. I understand that. And in marriage, there's going to be unhappiness, but you got to be able to work through that. I mean, you don't just throw a marriage away for if you're unhappy for a couple of months. Well, the funny thing is we tell, the funny thing is, this is an interesting story that I'm listening to because this is the story that I typically hear coming from women. And when women are in, when a man is in your position and a woman is in your ex-husband's position, women support that woman leaving. Women support that. He wasn't making you happy and you lost weight and was on your journey and getting, women, go girl, go find your happiness. He, and, 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 yeah, uh, she said her husband was controlling. Women support that. If this was the, the genders were reversed, women would be all supporting your, the, the 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 woman leaving. And if you say yeah, were you don't just leave, well, have you sat down and talked to him since you guys had your counseling and, and um, asked what was so bad that why we had to leave? Why couldn't we work it out? Have you had that conversation? No. No. When, when was your divorce final? Uh, it'll be a year on the 29th. Why haven't you tried to have that conversation with him? Then? We, we don't talk. That's pretty extreme, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to weave and be political. I mean, try to be, uh, Compassionate man, but Just he sound he sounded like he was abused. He, he was not out. abused. Ma'am, he walked out. <laughs> okay. If I took the genders out, am I on speakerphone? No. If I took the genders out, people would be like, what the heck did her the husband do to the wife or her to she lost weight? And started looking outside the marriage and said her husband was controlling. And then when he said, All right, well, I didn't know you were this unhappy. Let's get some therapy. Then in the middle of therapy, she walked out and then filed for divorce. And then sub and then since then she ain't spoke to him. They would say, Damn, what did you do to her to make her act so extreme? That's what people would say. And you saying that you haven't even sat down and, and asked him, Hey, what happened? Why is it such, you just, he, he filed, you just signed the paper, didn't ask no questions? No, there was, Have no. you tried to have the conversation since, since the divorce? 
we not about actually why we got divorced. No. Okay. Because that relationship just is not there okay. anymore. It's well, what you what you don't know is why it's not there, and that's the thing. I'm going back and forth. Hello. I can. Hello, Sadie. I'm Harmony. I'm 29. Um, I'm grateful. Thank you, and yourself. I am well. Uh, what do you got for me on the topic? Is it over? Um, honestly. I would obviously as a black woman, I don't want it to be over. And it's like unfortunate that we've even like come to this conclusion that we even have to have this topic. Um, but I'm grateful for it because it's bringing awareness to the situation, but it's almost over if we don't get it together. And there's times that I separate myself from like the American culture and things of that nature, but being here in the US and just being here I say we as a collective because I'm a black woman too. However, I don't agree with the American ways. Um, I feel like, you know, coming from Congo, that's where I was born and raised. My family come from there. Um, I feel like they've made it very difficult because at 29, you know, I've had like a share of, you know, I guess like dated the culture and things of that nature, but I used to be mad at the man at first where I was just kind of like, Oh my goodness, sometimes you come across a guy that might be disrespectful or that might even approach you a certain kind of way. But then it's like I shifted the focus. I had to turn around and look at us women because we're the ones that's leading by example and things. So it's like if Tom and Jerry are acting a certain way, you know, it's because we dropped the ball. And I feel like well, it's not was, fair for some of us that. Hmm? I, will, I will say this that one thing that I have noticed that. It is really difficult for a lot of black women to see their issues, their fault. I mean, I was just going yeah. back and forth talking to a woman and it's like, it's over. It's just over. I'm like, it's not just over. You were married yeah. to a man and had two kids and he said you were controlling and walked out of counseling. And instead of figuring out what the hell is going on, it's like, well, on to the next because I need a man. I'm like, why do... <clears throat> It's part of the culture, but in yeah. this country, other races of people are, are, are at least having these discussions. The Time Magazine article was preceded by an article 20 years ago in Newsweek called The Marriage Crunch. Black people, okay. we just don't talk about relationships and from a standpoint of what are women doing and what they need to be doing different. This one thing we just don't do. We talk about a lot about what women want and what women aren't getting, but not what women are doing or what they need to be doing and what they need to be doing different. Yeah. And in all reality, women, um, to the point where a lot of women don't think they need to be doing anything different. Exactly. And we have to do so much, like so many different things. And honestly, I also feel like it also starts with the sisterhood. Like, I know that's not part of the topic of like being with a guy and things, but I just feel like black women, we just have to really look at ourselves in the mirror and instead of, you know, just like chasing the bag or, you know, turning on black entertainment television, we need to turn on, I guess, maybe like black educational television or something to, you know, just like well, think about our to, future. Well, women need to do, what women need to start doing, hold on, I'm gonna 
put you out and I'll bring you back. What women really need to start doing is this. Stop listening to women and start listening to men. That's what you need to start doing. Why did I let that conversation go on with that one sister? Because I wanted you guys to just hear a conversation where I'm trying to puzzle through a marriage that ended. And the answer was, the marriage is over. I want another man. The answer is always, another man will be better. Not that I am not good in situation A or B. It's never that. It's always, well, that's over, on to the next. No self-reflection. No accountability. No ownership. And we, and we have a group of women who just feel like they have unlimited options because all of them have the bomb for JJ, black don't crack, and as long as you're breathing, you got an opportunity. They're not going through life like this is the last opportunity to be with a man I'm ever going to have. But let me tell you something, ladies. I know women personally in my life who I can tell you the last relationship they had was 20 years ago. Women who I care about, they have not had any other men. And it's because of their mindset. You need to sit down and talk to your aunts and, your, and, and, and all these, uh, your cousins and all the women who are 45, 50 plus who are, who are childless or unmarried, who you have not seen had a relationship in the last 10, 15, 20 years. And recognize that's likely going to be your future. Because if you talk to any of these women, they're going to tell you the problem is outside of them. Ladies, men don't tend to leave relationships. And if a man leaves, there's usually something very wrong. And you don't understand what that is. So that's kind of why I let that go back and forth with, with the attorney because, man, I just don't think you were getting it. But that surprised me. That's our community. It's our culture. It's not, you know what? I was controlling him. It's just another man. And I'm going to get a man. No. Uh-uh. I needed you. I wanted to give you an opportunity to respond to what I just said. I don't think that it's I don't think that it's over. I think that I think that, if you, you know, I still have opportunity. I think that one day I could very well be married again. Um, understandable that it, from your point of view, for him to leave like that, it must have been something very wrong. I think he needed to find himself. But I'm not saying that I was perfect because I wasn't. I'm not when saying you say that you I, still I have opportunity. Have when you say you still have opportunity, you have a man of value betting you to be his wife right now? 
No, I'm just now getting back on the dating market. Okay. So, um, how long were you married? Nine years. Mm-hmm. So, how long were you seeing the, your husband before you were married? Two years. So, 11 years. How long were you with the so-called alpha male? About a year. Uh-huh. So, 39. So, for the last 11 years, you've been with a man. You ain't dated. You don't have any idea what's really waiting for you out there. No, I don't. Well, I got news for you. I'm not just talking out of the side of my neck. You can believe what you want to. But there's a reason 20,000 people show up to this show night in and night out. So you can be as certain as you want. The issue is in your mirror. And I'm even more convinced based upon after everything I said, you went immediately to, he needs to get himself together. You're a one, you're a divorcee of two children, daughters or sons. One daughter, one son. Most men do not want to raise another man's children, much less a daughter. Most men are not looking to be stepfathers. And my question is you, have you sat down and understood what you did that could have been done better? Where's your accountability? I do believe that there are things that I could have done differently. Well, what was my question? What was my question? Which question? Have you said, have you had therapy? Yes, I have. Have you sat down? How long are you still currently in therapy? No, I'm not. Was it religious therapy? Or was it spiritual counseling or was it an actual clinician? It was Christian based, but it was a clinician. Okay. It was not at church. Uh-huh. Uh, how long were you, and was this couples counseling? Or was it individual? Um, it started as couples and then mm-hmm. um individual how long did that how long did the individual last eight months so you started out with christian counseling so you found it through the church no okay so when you say there's a Christian. there's a system of Christian based counseling here in Texas, and so I just yeah, I went like I picked a therapist. Or... No, it wasn't through church. Okay. All right. Um, and how long? So in your so you and the therapist sat down, and what were some of the issues that you and the therapist the therapist said was animating some of your issues? Um. My childhood, the way I the way I was raised, um, I could definitely learn to. Well, I feel that I have learned to uh, talk to others better. Uh, I don't necessarily have to be as direct. I could, you know, issue it with a spoonful of sugar. I don't have to be so blunt. Um, tone matters. Did you, what about those issues from childhood? 
I just, um, the fact that I believe that I, well, I saw my mother as a strong black woman raise four children and do it all by herself, whether she had to work three jobs or what makes her a strong, uh, what makes her a what? strong black, what makes her a strong black woman? Because, she, because she didn't give up on us. She, she gave us everything that she had and how she sacrificed how many, herself. How many different, how many different fathers? One. We all have the same father. Is he alive? Yes. Were they married? Uh, for a short period, yes. Do you have a relationship with your father? I do. Have you ever got his? Have you ever got his side of the story from his mouth? Yes. What kind of father was he? Absence. In jail and out of jail most of our lives. For what reason? Um, drugs, alcohol, domestic violence. But he had a history of mental illness. Even now, my siblings and I take turns having him live with us but sometimes. My, my, my I mean, question, my question, but I'm just saying drugs and alcohol are mental illness. Does it help? It was, uh, it's undiagnosed, but yes, he's still an alcoholic to this day. Okay. So as someone who's done a lot of work with alcoholics and addicts, Understand it doesn't make it any easier. But your mother and father weren't married. She was a strong black woman because she was. Well, they were divorced. But did she have all the kids in marriage or out of marriage? My brother, my youngest brother in marriage, the my oldest, me and my oldest two sisters out of marriage. So she divorced, she divorced your father and still made kids with him. No, we're older. My brother's the youngest. Okay. So that you guys came before the marriage. Yes. All right. See, that's and they lot. were teen. My mom had us as teenagers. That's a lot. As a teenager. My, my point is, ma'am, that's a lot of stuff to think you've worked through in eight months. Impossible. Absolutely impossible. Absolutely impossible. And my point was, we approach therapy like a slight tune-up, like an oil change. What you just gave me in five minutes is at least four years of work. Four intensive work, not eight months. Alcohol, drugs, jail, abandonment, anxiety, single parent, and I mean divorce, abuse. You can't get, then your, then your relationship, your marriage, your parenting, your issues, that's not eight months. You make any, do you, do you make room for that being a possibility? To go back to counseling? That it's not going to be eight months. Why would it be over in eight months? Why quit after eight months if all that's there? Well, I've actually planned to go back 
Um, mm -hmm. I want to have a therapist that can identify more with me as a black woman. Kevin, don't drop your head like that because I felt like you were when I said it, which is why I was hesitant to say it. Um, because, because black women, I look. <laughs> I've heard this so much from black women. You guys are the most difficult group of people to, to help because it has to line up perfectly. I don't want therapy. I want. I don't want this. I don't want medication. It needs to be this. It can't be that. It needs to be Christian, and it needs to be a black person. Ma'am, you're in crisis. No, I went to a white woman. She helped me. My point, and my and my point was eight months, and you discount and you and you ended it. Why? It was the the scheduling. But I, I believe I am going to go back. You're a, wait a minute. No, 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 Wait a minute. What was wrong with the scheduling? We, I had a set appointment every week, same day. And then it changed for her. And I, we couldn't find a time that worked for both of us and it just kind of like, no, no, you're the boss i am you're in charge you find a time that works for her and you carry your ass over there to her okay kevin i'm just saying ma'am my point is that's what that per that perfection thing. Her schedule. So, and what I think was more likely to happen. Well, I think I'm good. I got I got the I got the outlines of what's going on. I kind of understand what's going on. All right, your time doesn't work. I really ain't feeling it. I'm gonna go find me a black woman who fits me a little bit better, or whatever, whatever. When you need to be, that's wasted time. So this has actually been a very insightful call because this is part of the issues with our women. Y'all are, y'all, you're, and I'm going to say this the nicest way I can. Black women are so hard to help. You're so hard to help. And part of it is that strong black woman bullshit. It is one of the most counterproductive things I think that have ever been uttered to a community. Because I have never, ever met, personally met, a strong black woman who's led a happy, healthy, productive, fulfilling, enviable, admirable life. Usually it's when hard. I hear strong black woman, it's draped and dripped out in misery. Here comes waiting to exhale, color purple and mister. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes, but I'm not miserable, Kevin. But I, I can understand. I, I understand you. where you're coming from, though. I hear what you're saying. Strong, I get it. strong black woman does not help our women because y'all are so used to being strong. You don't know how to be soft. You don't know how to be helped. You don't you're like right. being helped. When it gets too too close to too real, y'all run. It's not that we don't like being helped, Kevin. It's that we're afraid. Well. And, and, we have the weight of the and, world. And, and whatever it is, and, and let's just say it is, okay, but here's the thing. You ladies are going to need to start telling this to each other so y'all can drop this strong shit and start dealing with the fear. Because that is what motivates far too many of our women, fear. And the fear is keeping you alone. Because can you tell me that you know many women who even in their relationships, they were happy? I was happy. I said, can you tell me you know many women in their relationships that were happy? No. <clears throat> Black women, I'm going to tell you right now, life is not about misery. Relationships are supposed to be a source of, uh, yes, duty, honor, respect, but they're also supposed to be a place of enjoyment, happy, fond memories. That's, but we have turned it upside down and inside out. And the fear has to get under control. And there's, and you can't just do it on your own. That's why I'm such a proponent for therapy. And it's not something you address like that. So uh, I got a couple more people in here we're going to bring in. But that was actually good interaction. I think that was... Some folks probably don't get it. All right, iPhone, let's go. Thank you, ma'am. Go back to counseling. Okay. <laughs> go back Kevin. to counseling. <laughs> I'm going back to counseling, Kevin. Good. All right, now. Good night, counselor. All right. Uh, that was actually good. iPhone. Hello. Hello. How are you? <clears throat> All right. How good. are you? Good. How old are you? I am 43. All right. So the question is. Is it over for black women? It is not. And I just wanted to call in. I know your time is short, but I wanted to say this to the ladies. I'm 43 and I've been listening to you since about, I would say December last year. And nobody's listening. Um, I heard you say major key points, which is, us being in compliance and learning to be submissive as black women. Mm -hmm. And with the experience that I've had in my life, you were right. And I had to turn that mirror around and just say, hey, and I'm married. And I heard you say, it doesn't matter about what are you waiting for. And so we didn't wait. We just went down there and did it. So mm -hmm. I want to say to the ladies, they need to listen a little bit because you you are absolutely right. And when I first started listening, I was a little combative, but <laughs> can't to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I listened and I got in compliance. I did lose a little bit of weight. I wasn't overweight, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Well, congratulations. I'm glad it worked out for you. Thank you. 
I just want to say thank you and keep doing what you're doing. We need this as black women. And it's unfortunate. You know, I'm going to say this too before I go. Kevin, listening, liking you is like liking Trump. <laughs> in a way you know because you gotta even though we listening it's almost like you gotta sneak and do it but no i support you i just wanted you to know that okay thank you so much for real she gotta sneak and listen to you know what i hear that so often from women i have more female supporters who tell me i gotta sneak and listen to you i can't listen to you in the break room i gotta go to my car but you know, most of those women are in relationships or getting some kind of help. So uh, uh, I will take I will take that I will take a outcome that helps somebody over all the critics and detractors. Because the one thing I will say is at least that person who tried something. Most of the people who have something to say about me, have never listened. And if they listen, they've never tried anything. So that's cool. All right, go ahead and uh, unmute yourself. Hello? Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. How old are you? I'm 30. All right. So, okay. so is it over? Is it over? No. Okay. I don't uh, think it's over. Um, and I'm only saying that because I just recently discovered your channel and I feel like my mind is opening to new things. So if it were over for us, we wouldn't be open to learning. And I guess I can't speak for everyone. I, I can only speak for myself. What state, are you, in? What state are you in? What state are you in? North Carolina. Okay. Uh, have you been watching since the beginning of tonight's broadcast? Um, I caught when you first started reading the post. So I, asked um, a so I, I asked a question. I said, what percentage of black women today do you hear talking about being an entrepreneur, going out, getting the bag, uh, being a boss chick out here hustling on the grind, trying to get theirs? Out of 100% of adult black women, what percentage of black women do you hear talking about that in reference to getting out here hustling in a career and job and acquisition? Not a trick question, by the way. I'm just trying to see what percentage you, what you hear. What percentage I think, um, mm -hmm. based on the women that I know or mm -hmm. what I've seen yeah. in um, social yeah, media? Yeah, I mean, this is just not, even, not, just, not just the women you know, just, just in general. Out of every woman that's over age 18 or 21, what percentage of black women do you hear out here talking about, I'm a boss chick, I'm a level up, I need to get my business, my job, my career, my degree, my this, that. This is like the, the uh, how, how many women, what percentage of 100%, what percent of women do you hear that's really big in their life? I would say, honestly, off the top of my mind, I'm thinking maybe 85%. Mm -hmm. And see, I said earlier today, I, and, and you're in 85, so that's almost 9 out of 10, more than 8 out of 10. All you need to have a tipping point or a failure point is 10%. So if we got 80, in your case, let's just cut it in half. 
These are 85%. Let's just cut it to 40. That's four out of 10 women who should be thinking about relationships, marriage, and, and family out worried about doing that stuff. So we got to factor in that incessant message that keeps getting pumped to black women before we say it's not over. Because if 80% of women are doing what you're talking about, man, it's over. Because here's the thing, if we all own businesses, the economy would be tanked. You know why? Because there'd be no customers. You're only going to have 20 to 30% of your populace as, as business owners because the other 70 to 80% are required to consume. But we got 80 in your, in your scenario. We got the large majority of black women trying to be owners, builders, acquirers. And that is opposite to what men need women to be in a primary role. How can you be a wife and a mother and a sister and a grandma and a nana and a support, and a support system and a teacher of the children to build generational wealth and legacy if you're always out hunting, trying to get stuff. Yeah. So th that's the bittersweet with the, that's the, I'm trying to balance the message because we have to have our women understand that when you hear women talking about this kind of stuff, it is counterproductive to the outcome many women say they want. Because I guarantee you, if you go on Instagram, you'll see what I see. God, mom, entrepreneur, boss chick. But it don't know where it says it. It says wife. Right. That's true. Right. And, and all that other stuff, I said it earlier, unless a woman knows she's going to be in the top 10% of all female earners, relationships must be a priority because she can't make enough by herself. So just think about it the next time you're just listening to people, watching social media. I just want you to think about it. The next time you're just driving down the street and you hear all these women talking to this boss, boss, but he's like, God damn, all these bosses? Why don't you be the boss of your of your three year old? That's a good boss, or the, or the boss of the you know family business or something. So just think about it. Are you in a relationship, by the way? I am not in a relationship. Are you looking I, to get married? Yes, I am. I am looking to get married. I know I'm not. I, I know that I'm not ready right now because I just started therapy a couple of months ago. Okay. Um, so I know that I have to wait until, I guess. Well, here's the thing. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to keep things top of mind. I don't know what you're in therapy for, but, you know, one of the things that we do in our community is we often want to finish one thing before we do another thing. And I think ladies need to spin plates. Yes, you need to be stable. I think that's something you should talk with your therapist about and ask when would be a good time for you to get out here and start um, 
um, dating seriously with intent. Um, I don't, I don't like women. I, I don't think women should take a massive amount of time off from, um, healthy interactions with men. So, okay. Therapy is so expensive. Uh, I'm starting to, it's, it's not as expensive as dying by yourself though. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ellen, they talk about her voice. Like, I like her voice. Some pervs, man. I started, I started, it's getting a little bit late. I'm going to do another shoot your show. I'm going to do another shoot your shot show. This week, we're going to do a shoot your shot show, ladies. So ladies, we're going to do some training on shooting your shots. And then gentlemen, I'm going to bring you in to start vetting some guys to start helping you shoot your shot. Okay, your your audio is not connected. I'm going to be tired. I get invigorated by my work. I ain't going to lie. I get invigorated by my work because every difficult conversation I know is planting seeds. Hello? Hello? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. How old are you? I am 34. Your camera's off. Why? Um, I don't want to be on YouTube, but I see like my name is up there. <laughs> Your name is up here on my screen, but I need to see you. You don't have to be on YouTube, though. Okay. All right. So what do you got for me? Is it over? Um, I feel like it's like the climate change situation where um, we're very close to the mm -hmm. end. But if we start making changes right now, things can turn around. Okay. What state are you in? I am currently in Colorado, but I'm from New York and okay. I lived in Miami. Um, but I moved out here with my fiance. Okay. Um, everything that you're saying is a hundred percent right. And I feel like a lot of people give pushback and I mean, but these are people who don't want to be held accountable for any of their actions. And I've witnessed it. Like I've seen many women that I know, um, you know, in different circles and they all kind of like idolize, you know, like the girl who goes out every night, the girl who, you know, has like five, six different guys, you mm -hmm. know, one buying the shoes, one paying for the apartment, like you said, mm -hmm. fulfilling all these different roles. But what it really comes down to is like how accountable can you be not only to yourself, but to one person? Mm -hmm. um, how, how can you, what do you bring to the table? Not that mm -hmm. you just are the table, but like, how can you support so, that? So how do, if, if we're climate change, right? how do we get the message through to black women to stop idolizing the get the bag city girl uh, lifestyle. I mean, I, I mean, all, go ahead. It's all very sensationalized through social media and everything, but we need to turn the phones off. Like we need to see what's happening to not just our culture, but our children, um, you know, and how much time that they're spending on their phones and want to be the role models for them. See, I don't, because this is where I, this is where I disagree. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. My generation attempted that with gangster rap and, and things like that. We tried to ignore it. 
we tried to ignore it and went after our careers and doing what we did. And what we did is we created a vacuum that the gangster rap and thug culture grew in. If we turn the phones off, that's not going to stop it. What we need to do is learn the message of propaganda. We need to learn the, the, the very media that's been used and use it better. Right. I grew, and up, understand- in, I grew up in a time where everybody in this, and everybody ran, got, tried to get home by eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday to watch Must See TV on NBC. And what show was all of America watching? The Cosby Show. They were all watching The Cosby Show. Everyone ran home. The world stopped. Everybody had to get home. You had to be at home because The Cosby Show came on. Then after that, a different world. So people set their clock. Monday Night Football, Thursday Cosby. And Bill Cosby, no matter what you think about him today, helped change an entire country's mind about black people and possibility. College enrollment went up. Black enrollment in HBCUs went up. We were proud to see us. That's not turning it off. It's using it better. So we have, we have all these black outlets. But you ladies determine the programming. You don't want to see Love and Hip Hop? Stop watching it. Start writing letters. Start organizing change.org. You ladies who don't want to have your ethnic image tarnished, you start doing what the LGBT community did, the Asian community, the uh, Israel. Do what they did. Start writing letters. Boycott. Cancel this stuff. You ladies control 73 cents out of every dollar to spend. And if you ladies stop watching it, don't avoid it. Stop watching it. And then when you see something that's positive, you start watching that, you share it, you support it, you donate to it. When you see independent black creators trying to put something out there healthy, you don't just say, ooh, I watch it. No, you put serious dollars behind like you put in the, in the collection offering. We have to use the, the vehicles. They're not going to go away. There's a reason why we get, there's a, no, there's a reason why we got Madea and all these other things for the longest because people went to watch it. You want something different? We have to have a different media message that we pump out that controls our own image. I agree. And I think that if we really take a step back, you know, like I watch things very critically and I see that these messages are being geared towards us. When you see commercials, you see the white family together, but then you see like the single black woman on her own with her kids or you know these things like love and hip-hop have you um, have you ever protested one of them i am an activist and i do protest and i have my child and we only do positive black programming what i I mean what i mean have you like written a letter started protesting vocally is one thing but one thing we have to start doing in black means we got to start writing i have done that Samuels, yes. And I have worked with well, senators. I have, you know, good. gone to state capitals and protested things that I don't want to see, that I don't want to see marketed to our our culture, our youth, anything. Because all well, of these you, things... If you write it, then, what, then if you write it, 
then you know what I'm talking about. Then we need more organizing. We need more. Because what I'm saying is almost foreign to us. We'll talk. But we have to start doing because, honestly, media is not going anywhere. And we'll be a fool to ignore this. This would be, we'll be a fool to ignore. We just got to, you, you counter bad speech with better speech. That's why we have to do. So I appreciate you coming on, ma'am. Congratulations. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, I think she I think she made a good point. You know, and I'm going to kind of wrap it up on that. Uh, I think she made a good point. And this was a this show, the monologue ran long. And guys, you know, it's a very touchy t- topic. Uh, you saw I wrote the title in French, right? Come on, man. You don't just go out there and do something like that. Uh, especially with a platform as large as I have, you have to be responsible. It is over only if we're not willing to be honest and sit down and have the conversations. Ladies, you're going to have to get honest. The men have been saying what they've been saying for the longest. You're going to have to start hearing them without prejudice. You're going to have to start hearing us in good faith. We are your opposite. We're your better half. Go back through the monologue and listen in good faith because it all comes down to choices. Choices. You can choose a different outcome. But once you make the choice, then starts the work. So uh, thank you to everybody to tune in. The power kind of dropped over here. Shout out to Mr. Gino. He said, back rent. Shout out to Tom, to Beam. Uh, shout out to uh, Eric. He said, Eric Gallishaw said he's the VP. Yeah, I'm going to do an entire thing on the VP. Every man who wants to be a Henry feminist, you know, it may be a first t-shirt I make. I'm a PhD in Henry feminist. Henry, high earner, not rich yet feminist. Welcome to the Henry Feminist Bureau. We, you know what? Everybody has like a, a everybody has like their, you know, beautiful bastards or the army or the, uh, or this gang or that gang. Every chat room Every channel has a, a name for their chat room. Maybe we should be the feminists. <laughs> we should be the, fem- the Henry feminists. <laughs> oh, oh my God, they put my head on a pike. The Henry feminists. Thank you to Mr. Dave Chappelle for nominating me for being the head of the feminist movement. It is with deep gratitude and honor that I accept your tepid endorsement and nomination for a head of the feminist movement. I will be their leader. Thank you, Mr. Chappelle. I've long said I'm a feminist. I appreciate your endorsement. Ladies, bring your PhDs to me. Remember, got a show to do. You know I have a show to run here, you know? And it must pop, pop, pop! Bring your PhDs to me. And we will get this thing done. Guaranteed on enrollment, 
upon grad not on not on enrollment on graduation from the Henry Feminist Academy. You will all get a cookbook. I don't need a cookbook. You will still get one. You will still get a cookbook, and it will come with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven recipes. This is the one place where seven will be allowed. Seven recipes will be in your cookbook. I don't need a cookbook. It will still be there. You will have a recipe for each day. Because over here at the Henry Feminist Academy, we're solution-oriented. The vision of Coochie Collectors. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to hell. <laughs> All right, folks, that's it. That's it. That's good. Let's go. Tomorrow night on uh, Instagram, we tackle another topic. And then, yes, ladies, we're going to shoot our shot this week. So get ready for Friday. Ladies, get ready to shoot your shot on Friday. Gentlemen, get ready. Uh, I'm still, because when I see you guys coming in, I'm going to have to start vetting you guys. You're going to have to be employed. You can't be living home with your mama. You can't be, uh, anyway. And yeah, we're going to start organizing some of this stuff. Because all these, all these matchmakers are quitting. All these matchmakers are quitting. Come on. Come on over. See, it's divine timing. The feminist match, Kevin Samuels, feminist match, <laughs> feminist matchmaker. Oh my God. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, Kevin Samuels, feminist matchmaker. Oh, that is an entire skit. I could be a comedian if I wanted to. <laughs> I've actually had people ask me to come do comedy skits, come do improv. Uh, I'll make up some shit to talk about. Kevin Samuels, feminist, <laughs> feminist matchmaker. <laughs> All right, people. That's good. That's great. You know how it is. Your godfather. And that's I love it. I love you folks. Thank you for joining. I missed you guys. I was gone last week. Black women, it is not over. I, I love black women. Trust me, I love black women. I love black women. Y'all just are hard to but I love you. You gotta know that if I didn't love you, I wouldn't do this. Let me turn this shit off. Let me just do this real quick. Excuse me. Give me give me five minutes. Let me just do this. Let me do this. Because I sat down and talked with my mom and my daughter this week. If I did not love black women, believe you me, I, I want you to think about the talent and the skill set that I've been blessed with. If I did not love you, I could turn all, I could open the floodgates and make it a Becky Frick, Becky Marisol, Mylene, Jamila, and other bonanza. So just because I talk about. Uh, I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name it. Just because I talk about the things that you got to put a little humor in everything. Like I said on Instagram, whoo, I'm a leg man. And our women got all oh, them legs. Oh. Tag me on Instagram. We're going to do legs of the day. On Instagram, legs of the day. Guys, keep it clean. But oh, mm, I love beautiful legs. And black women's legs. Oh, my God. Oh. Whew, Jesus. Mm. Help me help you, ladies. Help me help you. Help me help you. All we need is 10%. 10% will do. 
I want more, but a tipping point of 10%. 10% of you willing to try something new. It's all you need to be willing to do is try something. I am not perfect. I am a heavily flawed individual. I got a lot of shit going on myself. I just try stuff. 10%. Can we try something different? And the funny thing is when you find out, I, I see it happening. Man, woman, get together. They try something. That's all we need to do. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. We don't have to make up some new sort of anything. We just got to get back to trying it together. 10%. All I need is 10%. 10%. Woosa. <sighs> All right. So, like I was saying, that was cool. That was great. But I got to go, man. It's been a long day. Like I said, until next time, peace. We are gone. You have more than a two-word vocabulary.